What is up, everybody? The 49ers are once again, for the second year in a row, NFC West Division Champs. In the fourth game of the Bird Gauntlet this year for the Niners, we are now 4-0 against all Bird teams. We started off with the Seahawks. The second game against the Eagles was another dub. And then back again with the Seahawks. And then now back again. We are not back again, but now we got the Cardinals and we defeated them in a huge 45 to 29 victory. Yeah, buddy. Uh, the Niners now advanced to 11 and 3, guys. Uh, and we win, we win the division for the second year in a row. <clears throat> and the fact that we were able to do that in, in 14 games this year, it's. It's a relief for the Niners. I feel like uh, something that something that it's it's great to see. You know, uh, instead of something having it go down to like the last game of the year, just like it did against the Seahawks uh, in in 2019. I think Dante Whitner was kind of talking about that after after the game yesterday. <clears throat> but I mean, just it's so exciting to see how the Niners have been are just such a dominant force this year, and we so far have swept our whole division. Um, the only team left we got to play is the Rams. I think I think it's the last game of the year we're playing the Rams uh, for the for to see if we could sweep our whole division. So right now we're five and zero, five and zero in our division. Swept the Seahawks, uh, swept the swept the Cardinals. Beat one game against the Rams. Uh, we got the Rams. Yeah, and then we got the Rams. One one game left. Um, but the forty five to twenty nine victory, guys, is just huge for the Niners. Uh, we were coming in. We were kind of depleted uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, we were, we didn't have Eric Armstead in the game, um, because we just kind of, he wasn't here. We didn't have him in the last game either. Uh, he's still try, trying to recover from a foot slash knee injury. Uh, we didn't have Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave in this game either, uh, coming off of a hamstring injury in the last, in the previous game. Um, so it was going to be kind of difficult to see what the Niners were going to be able to do defensively on the ball and obviously Traverius Ward too coming off he had a groin injury coming out of the last game uh fortunately he did play and we saw what kind of a what big of a game he had uh on Sunday two picks one one pick six in the game uh early in the game too with the pick six but uh Traverius Ward is a guy who just has been going off crazy uh the past couple games uh, locking up DK Metcalf um against the Seahawks on Thanksgiving uh and just having multiple pass breakups uh, this game, he had two pass deflections. Uh, he had the two picks, the one, the one pick six. But Mooney Ward has just been going crazy, um, and just one signing that just the Niners, the Niners continue to make just these great signings uh, in the past couple years. And I mean, I think especially as I've talked about it so much, is that we have such a great defensive line. And I, I brought this up last year uh, when we signed a Mooney Ward. How we just we finally signed. We finally, instead of just dr trying to draft a great cornerback, which is what I said we continuously needed to do, because our the biggest, um, the biggest, not let down, but the, just the biggest flaw in all of our defenses that we ha that we've continuously had was not having like elite cornerbacks. And finally, we had Richard Sherman. Yes, I mean we finally the Niners have figured it out finally uh, since 2019 having uh, elite cornerbacks in our in our group, um, but. Just having Tarverius Ward especially coming in uh, into this group the past year and a half, almost coming into two years now, has been such a big difference for the Niners defensively because we've always had such a great defensive line. Uh, just adding that that great 
that great pad in the secondary with with Mooney Ward has just made such a big difference in the world. And I think the Niners being able to, to put in that kind of money uh, for a guy like Mooney Ward has has done wonders for the Niners. Uh, and you've seen uh, that just kind of his leadership um, and just bringing in Diamador Lenore and making him the, the player that he is now has made wonders for this defense. Uh, but especially, like I was saying, we're coming into this game without Armstead, um, without Hargrave, having a guy like Mooney Ward make a difference in, in the past game uh, and getting those two interceptions was huge for the Niners, especially in this game where the Niners' defense allowed, I think we allowed around 450 yards total on the game, 234 rushing yards, which is crazy. I think that was... We allowed 436 total yards, uh, the defense did, and 234 rushing yards, which is, I think, I think a season high for the Niners' defense this year uh, on the rushing rushing yard side. Uh, so obviously, obviously, our defensive line was not was not completely there uh, to yesterday, uh, and I think Mooney Ward kind of made up for that with the two picks, uh, trying to trying to just give give the the Niners defense that little push that that they needed um but he's been playing great and you just saw after the game watching some of the the post-game conferences guys like Bosa and Warner are just were really proud of uh, of Traveris War saying man he's had so many pass pass breakups past deflections the past couple games like he needed some of these picks right here and he got him for the Niners but it was a it was a tough game for the Niners defense uh and starting out the game the, the Cardinals scored right right uh, early on in the first drive of the game, 7-0 Cardinals. And automatically you're like, okay, Kyler Murray's back. And the Niners have continuously have had kind of troubles uh, defending Kyler Murray because he's just that that quarterback that the Niners just for some reason have had difficulties, uh, the mobile quarterbacks. And something I'm going to get into later on going into next week playing against Lamar Jackson. But the Niners handled, I think, for the most part, Kyler Murray pretty well. Obviously, we beat them. Uh, we gave up 29 points. The last touchdown was kind of garbage time garbage time points. But for, for a little bit of the game, it was a close game. And the Niners' uh, offense was the, was the kind of deciding factor that needed to step up in this game. And they did that. And that's something different than we've seen, I think, in the past years with Kyle Shanahan, where we've had the most dominating defense. And the defenses, a lot of the times, have had to uh, come up clutch for the Niners offense and continuously have to uh, propel the offense uh, into winning these games. But this year has been so different, especially with Brock Purdy. And I think going into Brock Purdy last year, going in as as the starting quarterback for the Niners ever since that Dolphins game, the, the offense has just shifted into that elite offense that I think we've always been needing, that we've always been wanting to see was, was Shanahan. And with Jimmy Garoppolo, it was kind of there, but it, it just taken this past year and a half, it has taken just a, an acceleration, such a big leap with Brock Purdy uh, being, I think one of the biggest deciding factors for this offense. And, we talk about Purdy being the MVP and guys saying, oh, Christian McCaffrey being the MVP and everything. But really, <coughs> I think what I'm trying to get at here is from from what I remember from last year is that even without Brock Purdy in our offense last year, when we traded for Christian McCaffrey in that halfway point of the year or whatever point of the year it was, that automatically propelled our offense. And you could, you saw it last year, how it propelled Jimmy's game, uh, having McCaffrey in the offense, having that, that another X factor with Ayuk and with Kittle, um, 
with Debo, having McCaffrey in the backfield for the Niners has just propelled this offense even more. Uh, and so you saw the Niners continuously putting up more and more points with McCaffrey. But then now you got the the other X factor, the other continuous, uh, I think, final final piece of the puzzle with Jimmy, without Jimmy Garoppolo and with Brock Purdy being that elite quarterback, uh, elite quarterback play that he has been playing with, uh, and even just going into his rookie year when he stepped up for Jimmy after his injury. Um, this is the, the basically what I'm getting at here, guys. Is this is the most elite offense that the Niners have seen with under Kyle Shanahan since he's gotten here, and I think everything has fit into the puzzle. Everything is working out the way that Kyle Shanahan has wanted, the way I think the Niners as a whole have wanted to see, and we're just seeing now. Just it's literally. I mean, it's basically <laughs> the the gauntlet for uh, Thanos in Avengers. I mean, he had the Debo. Kyle Shannon had the Debo. He had the Ayuk. Now he gets the, the Christian McCaffrey. And the final piece was that elite quarterback play. And now we've been getting that this whole year. And we got that last year a little bit too with Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy is the deciding factor for this offense. And he has been propelling this offense to heights that we've never seen in this Kyle Shanahan era to heights that I have not seen in my lifetime as a 49er fan. And I talked about it two weeks ago, um, that this offense is just dominating week after week after week. And they're putting up crazy points that we've never seen. We put up 45 points like it's like it's basically nothing. We put up uh, 42 points, I think, against the Eagles like it was almost nothing. This 49ers team is elite. And this 49ers offense is elite. And something that I've been wanting to see the past couple of years, something that we've that we've expected to see with Shanahan under under the helm of this offense. And now with Brock Purdy making plays like he does, being one of the top quarterbacks in the league, having the top stats in the league as a quarterback, he's been doing it continuously. And having having the factor of the offense carrying your team is the thing that the Niners have needed this whole time. And I think it's the thing that is gonna carry you that is that makes you a championship team because yes, some team like the like the 2020 Bucks who won the the Super Bowl. Tom Brady had an elite defense with them, but <coughs> at the same time, I don't think you're gonna win. You're not gonna win a Super Bowl without that elite quarterback play, um, and I think that's just that. Quarterbacks quarterbacks are the most deciding factor uh, in in this league and for any team. And I think for any championship team. And uh, Brock Purdy yesterday, which was funny, he talked about how how Christian McCaffrey deserves to be MVP because I mean, just, the man can cast the ball, the man can run the ball. He's got twenty touch, twenty rushing touchdowns on the year, Christian McCaffrey. But uh, Christian McCaffrey later on a Instagram post uh, commented and kind of deflected it back, saying, "No, Brock Purdy is the MVP." And guys, I think it's fair to say that Brock Purdy made his. Continues, he continues to make his case for the MVP race. Uh, he had four touchdowns in this game against the Cardinals. He had zero interceptions, 135 point, um, 135.3 passer rating. <coughs> and excuse me for the coffee, and I'm just getting off of a sickness uh, this past couple days. He was 16 for 25, 242 passing yards. Uh, yesterday, the Cowboys played the Buffalo Bills. Dak Prescott had a bad, had a very bad game. The Cowboys lost 31 to 10. Uh, they now drop down to 10 and 4, which is great for the 49ers in the race for the uh, number one seed. Uh, but what I'm saying is, Brock Purdy has been continuously stellar throughout this whole year. He had a three game bad skid. It's going to happen to quarterbacks. 
but he's continuously putting on a show, uh, playing in big games against the Cowboys, against the Eagles, playing big right here, carrying the 49ers offense uh, in this game and winning 45-29. to And I don't know if I've ever seen seen a quarterback or like an offense so many times in my lifetime where we've dominated in so many games this year that in literally, I want to say maybe six games this year, in like the last six, nine to six minutes of the game, probably more around like six minute mark that we've seen like Brock pretty and taken out of the game and all of our starters getting taken out of the game because of just how dominating we've been and just allowing our team to rest the rest of the game because there's no point because we've won by so big. Uh, it's just amazing to see. And just the dominating factor is what I'm getting at here that the 49ers, the, just the big force that the 49ers have been this whole year and just the confidence. I think the Niners have, have gotten every single week since since that three game losing skid is just it's I think they're the most confident team in the league and I think they have the right to be the most confident team in the league uh, the way that they've just been dominating every single team obviously the Niners should have should have beat the Cardinals because they're they were a three and ten uh, team going into this game <coughs> something like I think they're a three and ten or whatever but I'm jumping up and down sorry this is coughing. But the defense is what I was basically, I think what I started this whole rant was the defense wasn't up to the standards that they played at um, in this game, but it didn't matter because we have the offense, we have the firepower to uh, compensate for the defense when, when they're lacking. I think it goes hand in hand when, when the 49ers offense isn't, isn't running on all cylinders. We still have that defense. We have the playmakers on that defense um, to keep the Niners offense in the game. So <coughs> just, it's literally a perfect, the Niners have like the perfect kind of sync with the offense and with the defense this year. And it's just something that, that as a Niners fan, I haven't seen, I haven't seen basically in my whole lifetime where literally we have an elite offense. We have an elite quarterback. We have a quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to say it. We have an elite quarterback this year uh, making elite quarterback plays. And it's just great to see, guys. Um, Christian McCaffrey, let's get more. Let's dive more into the game. Uh, enough of my just ranting about how how excellent this 49ers team has been all year. But diving into the game a little bit, uh, we got Christian McCaffrey who had 115 rushing yards on the game, a rushing touchdown, 70, 72 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. He has owned the Cardinals this whole year. Uh, going back to week four, he had similar stats against the Cardinals. We had 106 rushing yards, one receiving touchdown, three rushing touchdowns, and 71 receiving uh, yards. Uh, this man has had how many? I don't even know how many touchdowns that is. That's four, five, six. Chris McCaffrey had seven touchdowns on the Cardinals this year. He had an absolutely great game, uh, rushing rushing yards wise and receiving yards wise. He he led the Niners in receiving yards this game. Uh, he had the great wide open touchdown. He was so wide open, he fell down. He still scored the touchdown in the game. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey. He was close to getting my dog of the week, um, my dog of the week call, but I think we all know where it's coming, where who the dog of the week is gonna be, and I think I'll just I'll just give it to him right here. Uh, <laughs> I know we're talking about Christian McCaffrey, but I'm just bringing up dog of the week. Um, but yeah, Brock Purdy. Uh, 
Brock Purdy is dog of the week, guys, with the four touchdowns, zero interceptions, uh, just because he continues to make his case for, for the MVP title of this year. Um, so, again, Brock Purdy, 29, he leads the league in touchdowns, 29, yard, uh, 29 yards, 29 touchdowns. He only has seven interceptions on the year. Uh, Brock Purdy continues to make the case, and I think if it means anything, having that dog, dog of the Week award on his resume will only help him uh, for the MVP race this year. <coughs> uh, obviously not, but if any uh, NFL analyst out there uh, sees that, that he has another Dog of the Week on his resume, it will help him. But Christian McCaffrey, again, once again, is owning the Arizona Cardinals this year. Uh, he's leading the league, or he's tied in the league, uh, rushing touchdowns right with Raheem Mostert, who's having a phenomenal year. And uh, just the, the Miami Dolphins, who are also having a, an outstanding year uh, with that Mike McDaniel offense. Uh, it's just great to see, though, Mostert just continuing continuing to shine uh, for the Dolphins. Uh, Ex-49er, Niners legend. I don't know why I'm talking about Raheem Mostert right now, because Christian McCaffrey is a dog in himself. And... Um, but anyway, I think I'm just getting way off, way, way off track here. Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, two big games for them. Debo Samuel, two touchdowns yesterday as well, who has also been going on just a crazy, crazy four games, crazy four game streak right now in the bird gauntlet. The Niners are just dominating this bird gauntlet, and it's just fun. It's great to see. I think just every single week we're just. The more we dominate against the birds, the more the more confidence we get, and just like the more overpowered the Niners are looking like uh, they're getting, and especially Debo Samuel, who's who has broken out in this bird gauntlet. I think this 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 five game bird gauntlet thing is really helping the Niners out, B- playing birds at birds week after week after week. Uh, but Debo had two touchdowns yesterday again, two receiving touchdowns, uh, and in this bird gauntlet against the Seahawks, the Cardinals, uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles, he's had eight total touchdowns uh, in the la- in these last four weeks, five hundred and forty three total yards rushing uh, and receiving. That's total. And just Debo Samuel again, some some guy that I don't think we talked about enough yesterday, uh, because just how dominating Christian McCaffrey has been in the rush game and the receiving game, uh, who led who led the game in, in receiving yards, uh, and with Brock Purdy as well. But Debo Samuel is some guy that you gotta you gotta give credit to as well. Last touchdown pass of the game by Brock Purdy, uh, making elite plays once again. And where he rolled out to the left, found found Debo wide or not wide open, but found Debo with a back shoulder grab, right on the pylon for another touchdown for the Niners, putting them up forty two, putting up putting up another score uh, to make it forty two to whatever it was at that point in the game, forty two to thir- uh, thirteen or twenty twenty one or something like that. Um, but Debo Samuel, yeah, just making play after play again. Um, He's been great. I mean, at the beginning of the year, he was kind of silent. I feel like uh, not putting up too many, not putting up too many points on the board for the Niners, but doing what he had to do. But I think in these last couple games, he's really sprouted out again uh, and and shaping up, shaping up into the form that he was uh, in twenty twenty one in elite Debo Samuel form. And it's great to see Debo Samuel play again, once again, guys. Um, but I think now we could shift more into. Uh, we talked a lot about the Brock Purdy MVP case, uh, just the throws that, he was just, that he's been making. <coughs> uh, 
specifically, I kind of downplayed that last that last play I was I was talking about with the 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 back shoulder grab for for Debo and the touchdown. But I mean, Brock Purdy just makes these plays week after week. And if people have been saying, yeah, he's a a game manager, game managers don't make plays like this. Don't make plays that are contested like this uh, for rece- for the receivers. And I don't know, obviously, I don't know if the, like these analysts just don't watch the tape or something like that. But the guy is not making he's not making Jimmy Garoppolo throws where he's either throwing down in the checkdowns or guys who are wide open for the most part uh, in the middle of the field. Brock Purdy spreads the field out. He makes he can make a throw anywhere on the field. Uh, and there was one specific play again where he he does this every week. Uh, I think it was another third down third down throw to Brandon Ayuk. Um, but it was another throw where it was it was a close one. Who Brandon Ayuk was was getting guarded really well. Brock Purdy just fit it right in there, right in there on the uh, right side of the of the sideline for a first down where he, he just he fit it right into Brandon Ayuk's hands. Uh, the defender almost made a play on it, but, I mean, w- if it was, like, one one inch closer to to the backside of Ayuk, it would have probably been a pass deflection right there. Uh, Brock Purdy, though, just makes the most accurate. He's been making the most accurate throws probably in the league. He's been the most accurate quarterback, they said, in the league, I think, with a 70% completion percentage. And if you... I mean, Brock Purdy's obviously now. Uh, there was a thing that came out yesterday. He's leading now. He's now leading the league for the MVP race. I think uh, Dak Prescott is right behind him now. After that bad game that he had, um, but Purdy is leading the league uh, in MVP in the MVP race. And for me, I don't want to worry too much about Brock Purdy winning the MVP because I think there's greater things that the Niners are worrying about. And I think same for Brock Purdy. He was giving, giving props to CMC saying he should be MVP. But, I mean, it's all fun and games, I feel like, the MVP race. Yes, he's been playing at an elite level. But Brock Purdy, I think, is really just focusing on on that Super Bowl victory, which is what all all the 49ers are, are really focusing on, too. After, after the game, it was fun seeing they all had, like, their 49ers um, – NFC division champs shirts and everything, um, but they're interviewing Dre Greenlaw and he said, "Yeah, it's it's cool to have uh, these NFC West shirts and everything." But he's like, "Man, I really want. I don't <laughs> like. I already have a couple of these in my in my closet. I want I want one with that says Super Bowl champs on it." Is basically what he said, uh, and that that's just the mentality that I love the Niners. Uh, that the I love seeing that the Niners are having. And, um, and that's just the focus that they've had. Like they've had this so many times already. Uh, Fred Warner also said it too, that, yeah, this is the standard every year for the 49ers to win the division and to make the playoffs. But this is the standard that we have. And, but we haven't finished, we haven't finished the job yet. And that's what they're all looking for. And the great, great thing too, is yes, they understand that they want to win a Super Bowl, but they're not looking so far ahead where they're just taking it week by week. And it's something that was kind of an issue. I feel like a couple times uh, uh, in the previous years where they're so focused on just trying to get back to the Super Bowl, they weren't focusing on, on what they needed to work on, which was, was, was beating the ne- next team next week. Um, if the Niners can win out, they will win um, the number one seed uh, going into the playoffs. And I think that'll be the biggest factor. I think, I think now that the obviously the past couple of years you only the number one seed gets the bye week. That's the biggest thing I think right now for the Niners to have the easiest road to the Super Bowl. Obviously, you get the bye week, but then the, the playoffs run through 
run through San Francisco. No one's uh, Niners won't have to travel or anything. I think that was it was really tough for the Niners last year having to travel uh, to Philadelphia and everything too. But having the playoffs in your hometown, uh, in your home stadium, is just another. It just gives your team a boost of confidence, um, and I think just just gives you such an easier road to the Super Bowl. And I think if the Niners are able to do that, to clinch the number one uh, seed officially, I think I think it's basically almost a sure shot that they that they do make it to the Super Bowl uh, once again, guys. But I don't want to get way too far ahead of myself there. <laughs> Uh, something else that I want to talk about, though, too, which was a little scary, uh, the injury scares that we that, that happened in the game. It was like back-to-back plays. The Purdy taking a hit uh, hit to the head uh, in the neck, hit, head and neck area. He was down for a couple minutes, and automatically seeing that, I was terrified for the 49ers whole season. I, d- I didn't know. I thought it was an arm injury maybe, or maybe it was just a concussion. I was like, this is not good because, um, I mean, we still weren't out of the clear uh, to win in this game at that point. And then Christian McCaffrey took a big hit to the knee. He was kind of gingerly gingerly getting up and took him a couple minutes to get up. But, I mean, the one thing that is really going to – the one thing that will decide the 49ers season, I think, is is injuries. If the Niners will stay healthy – for the rest of this year, I think it's a sure shot that they do make it back to the Super Bowl um, because just how unstoppable unstoppable they look when they are all healthy. Um, and I, I brought it up a couple weeks ago that Trent Williams was one of the biggest one of the biggest factors of the 49ers winning uh, when we didn't have him in the lineup. We lost those three games, um, but. So far, so far, so well for the Niners. They have, for the most part, stayed pretty healthy this whole year. Um, but yeah, seeing Purdy take that big hit just really, really was was a really was a real wake up call. Not a wake up call, but I mean, it was just it was just terrifying to see see him on the ground. Uh, and then also with McCaffrey, just the guys that have already been injured on the defensive side of the ball, having having McCaffrey or Purdy even go down uh, would just not be just would not be good. Luckily, both of them came out of the game healthy. Um, you're going to take big hits, hits like that from McCaffrey. Uh, he said he was okay. And, and Shanahan said at the end of the game, he's like, yeah, like you can never suggest McCaffrey like staying out of the game because he will say no. Like that was a hit from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's just hurting a little bit, but I'm fine. And so just seeing the dogs that we have on this team and just how, how tough they are getting up from hits like that, especially the McCaffrey, just like the knee, it looked, it looked pretty bad. Uh, I mean, he, I think it was just like a big hit on the knee or whatever. Uh, so I think it just has like a big bruise on his knee, but, but just the guys that we have on this team that are just so such dogs and just, they, they get up after big hits and everything. And we are big hitters too. I think one of the, the most physical team, one of the most physical, physical teams in, in the NFL and injury scares and all, Hopefully we don't have any more like that. I don't want everyone to see Purdy on the ground like that again. He needs to just protect himself. Uh, it was kind of a, I don't know if it was more of a, a dirty hit. It just kind of seemed like the defender he just kind of smacked his head into him. Uh, it was kind of just a, a football maybe kind of play. But, I mean, I think if if that happened to, like, uh, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, that would have probably got, got called for a penalty. Um, just saying. I mean, I thought the rest were pretty good yesterday, um, but anyway, injuries are something that the Niners cannot afford, and I think it's I think the Niners are due to not have any more big injuries like that for them uh, because of what they faced in the past couple of years, guys.
But now we move on to Christmas Day against the Ravens. The Ravens are the same record as the Niners, 11-3. and three. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday. Uh, and how are the Niners going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson in this team? Uh, because just watching the game yesterday, Lamar Jackson is literally almost unstoppable. Uh, we played against them in 2019. The Niners lost in that in that rain kind of game. I think the Niners. I thought the Niners should have won that game. I think the the rain kind of was one of those factors in the game where it kind of hindered us. But just Lamar Jackson and his ability. I think he's the best running quarterback in this league. Uh, the Niners fared pretty decently against Kyler Murray, but. The Niners basically need to stop the run game, uh, allowing how many yards? We allowed 234 rushing yards against the Cardinals. Uh, if we allow 200 plus yards of rushing against the Ravens, I don't, I don't think the Niners are winning that are winning this game. Uh, they need to secure Lamar Jackson. They need to somehow keep him in the pocket. Uh, and you say that every time you play a mobile quarterback like that, and it's so hard to do, but. If the Niners don't don't put pressure on Lamar Jackson, I think throughout the, most of the game, uh, it's going to be bad news. I mean, there's a lot of times yesterday where Lamar Jackson literally had 10 seconds in the pocket uh, to run around and make plays, and you're not going to be able to defend defend receivers in the game if you're allowing Lamar Jackson uh, that much time and l- allow receivers that much time to get open in the game. Um, but yeah, you need to secure Lamar Jackson. Uh, I hate I hate these rushing these running quarterbacks because they just do so much more in, in that offense where uh, they just open up so much more. They open up everything. And I think that's going to be, it's going to be really important to see if we're going to have a hard grade back, hard grave back and Armstead back for this game. Uh, and it's vital. And I think it's one of the reasons why um, Armstead didn't play in the game against the Cardinals, just to reassure that he could probably have a better chance of playing against the Ravens. Um, but one big thing too, I want to talk about in the defense is something that I didn't even go over. Uh, was just the missed tackles that we had yesterday, and that's something that that we had. It was just a, bi- a big issue against the against the Niners Browns game, and we saw it here again against the Cardinals. Luckily, our offense uh, took the task and stood up for the defense, but there was continuously missed tackles in this game, so much more than usual, uh, and something that definitely needs to get cleaned up. And Fred Warner stated that as well. It wasn't their best defensive performance on the tackle side. Uh, but having those missed tackles like that is something that you can't do against an elite team like the Ravens, uh, who have a great rushing game, uh, and that's what what the Raven or what the Cardinals capitalized on against us in this game, allowing getting those two hundred plus yards uh, rushing um, is just the missed tackles that we can't just can't have happen. And it's going to be, I think this is going to be the toughest game of the year. It was the Eagles game. We dominated them. But, I mean, the Ravens are a different team. They're in the AFC. I think they, they play us fairly well every time we see them. I mean, we only we haven't played them since 2019. But they played us really well back then. Uh, the good thing is the Niners are playing at home this time. Uh, not in Baltimore, which will give us an, definitely an advantage uh, this time come around against the Ravens. But... Lamar Jackson is just a different breed. Uh, they're saying he's like third in the MVP race. Uh, every year, obviously, Lamar Jackson is just a great player, uh, great running quarterback, uh, a lot better in the past game as well. So I think if the Niners will have Hardgrave back and have Armstead back, allowing our defensive line to be fully healthy in this game, the way uh, Mooney Ward has been playing, um, we will definitely have a chance against the Ravens. Worst case, I think maybe it'll be one of those times where we, the Niners have a shootout, you know, like similar to the 2019 again, the Saints versus uh, versus the Niners where we had that crazy shootout. Uh, but if we can have one of those games, I wouldn't, 
I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't want a game like that to be so stressful again. But, I mean, if the Niners won't, aren't able to um, really prevent Lamar Jackson from doing what he does in his game, I think that we very well can see a shootout. The Ravens do have a great defense, too. But I think the Niners' offense are just so high-powered that – I mean, I maybe we, I maybe I will be projecting a shootout this week. I know some game that goes into like the 30s, maybe it would be like 35, 35, 33 or something like that. But I mean, I definitely you can't rule out a shootout against the Ravens, especially on Christmas Day. Uh, it's going to be a Monday night football game, so it's definitely something to. <laughs> something to look out for. Uh, it's going to be a great week. The Niners luckily have eight days to to get healed up. Um, coming out of the game, I think the biggest injury uh, we saw was Kalia Davis. I think he had an ankle injury. He came out of the game in the third quarter. And then uh, Diamondor Lenore came out of the game as well. He has a rib injury, so I'm not sure how severe that is. I think later in the day we'll figure out how bad that is. But hopefully... It's not. It's not too bad. Hopefully, Lenore is, is going to be able to come back because uh, we're going to need him, him and Mooney Ward in this game against the Ravens. We're going to need that secondary uh, to come up clutch for us. But yeah, guys, that is going to be it. Christmas Day against the Ravens is the next game. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be a dogfight again. The Niners, eleven and three, still have the number one seed. I think there's ways where the Niners can clinch can clinch the number one seed, I think, I think next, this coming week. I don't know how possible that would be. Uh, there's, like, a lot of diff- different scenarios. I think, like, Nick Wagner um, put it out, so I don't really re- quite remember what that looked like, but I don't I don't think that the that's going to happen, really, because if the Eagles are, like, the, I don't think the Niners are going to be able to clinch it this week, I'm saying. The Eagles today are playing the Seahawks. I don't, Geno Smith is still questionable to play. I think they'll be playing Trevor Simeon, so I, I kind of see... I kind of see no matter what the Eagles coming back and, and beating uh, the Seahawks like that because they've been on a, a two-game losing skid against the Niners and the Cowboys. I think it's time for the Eagles to kind of come back, um, be the team that they have been this whole year. But it's going to be it's going to come down, I think, probably to the last game of the season for the 49ers clinching, clinching that one seed. But unless things happen to go our way, uh, that would be great if we could clinch it sooner. Uh, if somehow that happened and then we could rest our guys in the last week of this last week of the season but I don't know bottom line guys the 49ers once again had a dominating win uh recap 45 to 29 we advanced 11 and 3 the Niners win the division once again it was great to see those shirts after the game Brock Purdy dog of the week four touchdowns zero interceptions CMC with three touchdowns in the game. Debo, two touchdowns. Mooney Ward with a pick six. Another great week. A little bit challenging uh, towards the middle of the game. The Niners, uh, the Niners like they usually do <laughs> if it's a close game. Uh, close game towards the middle of the game and then just continue to exceed uh, and just break away towards the end of the game. And the Niners had another, another thrilling victory, another relaxing win towards the end of the game, guys. Um, and this is a special team this year. It's special to watch. It's special to see week after week, just the way Brock Purdy has been playing, having, having such confidence in a quarterback, quarterback like this, I haven't had in such a long time. Um, and the, the 49ers continue to impress guys. So we'll see you guys again. Monday night football on Christmas day. Going to be the biggest game of the year. 49ers Ravens, uh, Super Bowl. Previous Super Bowl matchup, Super Bowl rematch is what I should say from 2012. Uh, I hate the Ravens. Um, I know the Ravens probably hate the Niners. It's going to be a good one, guys. So thanks for watching. 
Have a good week. Once again, go follow my Instagram, my TikTok. Be posting there at 4,300 followers. Thankful for every one of you guys. Uh, and thank you. Thank you once again. And I apologize again for uh, my coughing and everything, but I'll be good by, by, by next week, I'm sure. Have a good one, guys. Go Niners and stay faithful, baby. I'll talk to you guys later. Touchdown!